Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. So you need to be listening and watching, of course, the podcast. And you can find it on my Facebook page, which is Sarah Frazier. Boom, just hit the entertainment pages and it's right there. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier. We're getting right into it because everybody was watching the very boring Stormy Daniels interview last night on 60 Minutes. Did you guys all hate it? Because everybody on my social media basically said, terrible, nobody liked it. So I watched it and apparently I was the only one that was completely like, 
obsessed and like sucked in. And I thought she was great. I thought she was totally truthful. You can leave a comment right now because I'm just hopping on my Facebook page. Did you agree? I thought she was great. My only concern was her boobs were like almost popping out the entire thing. And isn't that terrible? I feel like I'm a woman and I shouldn't be obsessed with her cans. I shouldn't even be calling them cans. Like, what am I, 12-year-old boy? But I was so obsessed with her boobs. I couldn't stop. That one button was absolutely like being punished. It was just crazy. I thought it was great. I actually thought she had amazing sexual chemistry with, um, oh God, what's the guy that was the host? Anderson Cooper. I thought those two, yeah, could really, they like seemed like they could be a couple. I know who dates guys, but I don't know. Um, I thought it was great. I had a throw up moment when she talked about um, President Trump taking down his pants and then in his tidy whitey spanking him with his own magazine. Absolutely gross. I can't even imagine him comparing uh, Stormy to his daughter, Ivanka. It was like, ugh, how is that even like your dad? But we've been having an ongoing discussion here at the Hayfresh podcast, and basically everybody feels like it wasn't that shocking. And don't isn't that what we expect from President Trump? I mean, the guy did own like the Miss USA pageant. And if you heard one interview that he did on Howard Stern back in the day, all he did was like just rank women and talk about like having sex with porn stars. I know Melania was pregnant, but... I don't know. I guess I thought it was really interesting. I thought she was super credible. I think that the NDA is they're going to win. She and her attorney, her powerhouse attorney seemed like he had everything going on and totally like in control here. I want to play this one part for you um, from the interview where she essentially is talking um, about her safety and her personal safety of her daughter. Walked up on me and said to me, leave Trump alone, forget the story. And then he leaned around and looked at my daughter and said, a, a beautiful little girl, it'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. And then he was gone. Oh you took God. it as a direct threat. Absolutely. I was rattled. I remember going into the workout class and my hands were shaking so much I was afraid I was going to drop her. I was... Uh, do you guys, okay, first of all, I, I thought she did a great job. AJ, you watched it. AJ's the producer, by the way, here on the Hey Fresh podcast. What did you think? Were you totally into it? I was totally into it, but after reading so many reviews, I like tried to jump on the bandwagon and say, you're right, it wasn't as entertaining as it should have been, but I was dying back here listening to you talk about her button because I was staring at that too. I was <laughs> I, dying. She's the biggest boobs I've ever seen. Like they, they were totally distracting on the entire interview. They're massive. But aside from that, I was like, show me the text messages. I want to see what he texted you. They really only had sex once. Then she showed up to the Beverly Hills Hotel and he like is notorious for that too, for promising people that he was going to get them spots on Apprentice. Never did. Classic so, letdown. Yeah, I was... I, um, <sighs> I, I totally didn't know they only had sex one time. I thought it was an ongoing um, whole relationship affair, affair that they had. Um, yeah, I, saw, I thought I thought there was going to be a little bit more juice, but I still enjoyed it. I, well, everybody kind of felt like it was a letdown. Anyway, um, so if you watched, you can leave a comment right now on my Facebook page. Let me know. Was it just like underwhelming? Do you think the hype was actually worth it or did you like it? I mean... And I found her to be really credible. I was like, damn, I think she really like knows all about him. And the whole Shark Week thing, like he was just obsessed with watching sharks. Made her watch Shark Week and a whole episode of Shark Week. It's like, sheesh, that, that's what that's Donald Trump's way of swooning ladies. Here, sit down and watch Shark Week so with disturbing. me. All Shark Week. But I did hear that it was the highest ratings since the Obamas, uh, Obama and Michelle, when they got elected, that uh, that was like the highest rating since 2008. Really? This interview. So it still brought the ratings up. Good job for... Ah, interesting, interesting. Well, um, over the weekend, of course, I was down at the March, uh, March for Our Lives. AJ was in New York. Leslie, who is our videographer, and she does all of our video work. She was at Demi Lovato, and we also celebrated her birthday on Friday, which was really fun and amazing. Um, so the March for Our Lives was just 
unbelievable. And we have some pictures of that. I was down there taking pictures of all the signs, which were incredibly moving. Um, This one, by the way, just like blew my mind. So this was a little kid. He looks like he's about nine years old. He was standing up on this giant like plant pot and he was holding this sign that says, please choose me, not guns. And he just like has his hands up in the air like it was just unbelievable. So that was one of the most moving ones. I also did see one that said free Melania, which after the 60 minutes interview, I can completely understand that one. So uh, the March was totally touching. But of course, being down there, it was so packed. You couldn't I didn't get close to see like any of the speeches or any of the celebrities. But um, but Leslie, on the other hand, she went to see Demi Lovato on Saturday night and Demi Lovato was one of the speakers at the women's at the women's march at the march for our lives. So Leslie, how was okay, how was Demi Lovato like in person as a performer? Oh my god, Demi Lovato is amazing. <laughs> I love her and uh, she's great. I mean, um I, her voice is a little different. She sp- speaks like a little girl in person. I'm ready. So Oh my god. Did she say much about, did she mention March of Our Lives? Did she say anything about yeah, that? Yeah, since the beginning, DJ Khaled, um, Kelani, and they were saying that they were, you know, there basically all day. All down well, there in the mm-hmm. apartment. So did you hear by any chance, did Demi Lovato do a meet and greet at all? Yeah, she did. She did a meet and greet. She, mm-hmm. But wait, did you get to go to that? No. No money for that. Oh. <laughs> uh- yeah, it's like $500 for meet yeah. and greets, right? Isn't Only that? that. Only for the meet and greet is $500, and then you have to um, pay for the concert additionally. The meet and greet is $500? Basically. Really? Yeah, it's Demi Lovato. Hello? Uh, no, I would not. There's no way I would pay that. Absolutely. Sarah, people pay like $1,000 to meet you, right? Of course. <laughs> no. More like a few chicken wings. Like, here you go. Hey, Sarah, can we bribe you with some food and wine? Absolutely. Here, you want a photo? No problem. <laughs> um, well, anyway, we also get to celebrate your birthday. It is Leslie's birthday today, and we got to go out at, to yes. Rosa Mexicana, her birthday on Friday mm-hmm. night. We had so much fun. You looked gorgeous. You looked absolutely you. stunning. And everybody in your family was just so sweet. We had a great time. Yeah, they were all sweet. They were. <laughs> and you were vlogging? When are we going to get to see your birthday um, vlog? Today is going to go out today in YouTube at 6 p.m., so wait for it. It's going to have um, uh, basically everything I did in the weekend including the Milovetos concert. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. I love it, love it, love it. Um, and by the way, we have to say hi to everyone online. Gary Lewis Jr. says hello. Cristo, Cristo, Glenda Romero, and Travis A. Turner all joined. You guys, thank you so much for joining. Sophia Omar Carter. God, I hope I said that right. Maybe it's Sophia. I never know. You got to like you gotta like spell it out phonetically, like put it out on the Facebook. Uh, we have so much to get to on the show today. We have the most insane listener email that is not safe for work. This is basically a woman who is talking about um, pleasuring herself while listening listening to this podcast in front of her cat. <laughs> like, I know that's like super disturbing to think about all at once, but this email, well, she legit needs your advice. Also on my Instagram yesterday, I posed the question, why did you not pay on a date? This show is all about entertaining you, making you laugh, and then hopefully giving you some inspiration and some things that make us all feel and think differently. So I wanted to put this out on my Instagram, which is Hey, Frage, and ask anyone, men or women, why did you not offer to pay on a first date? We're going to read them for people so they, I feel like, honestly, get a better idea of what the dating circuit is like. Uh, in the meantime, we have to thank our sponsor for the show today, which is Waxing the City Alexandria. They are unbelievable and so pain-free. And I was getting um, tweets and Instagram messages and tags over the weekend that an entire family of all the women went in Um 
And they got a wax because I basically said how pain-free it is, which it totally is. Your first waxing treatment at Waxing the City is 50% off. It's the best bikini wax I've ever had in my life. They have this secret recipe, and it's, like, nice and warm. They put on some, like, lidocaine spray. They do a little baby powder, and then rip, rip. It's so easy. All of your uh, bikini line hair and more comes off. You'll love it. (laughs) And if you haven't seen me get waxed live, you can watch. It's totally – I don't even move, right, AJ? Not a flinch. As Paul likes to tell me, he doesn't believe that I have any feeling down there. He like always is like, I don't think you have any feeling going on down there because you don't even move. And I'm like, that's because it's so pain free. You can also visit their Instagram, which is Waxing the City Alexandria. You can make an appointment there or WaxingTheCityAlexandria.com. All right, so let's get into some of the um, hot topics and uh, some of the big things that were trending over the weekend, which I wanted to ask you, Leslie, about Demi Lovato, because you saw the story, right, of the fan that has essentially come out who said that they had anxiety issues and an eating disorder, and Demi Lovato, like, completely ignored them at the meet and greet. What? No what? way. You didn't see really? that? Yes. No. Demi Lovato ignored a fan who tried to talk to her about uh, their mental health issues. This is according to Life and Style. A 21-year-old guy, Mike Peretz, uh, paid $500, like you said, to go to the meet and greet for Sorry Not Sorry singer uh, at her Chicago concert on March 9th and was sadly disappointed with the experience, he told uh, Life and Style, after she took her picture with him. And then he was like, hey, I'm also bipolar and I've had anorexia in the past and I've struggled with a lot of these things. You've been a big part of helping me and an inspiration getting me to a good place. I just want to say thank you. But Demi wasn't feeling it, according to uh, Mike. He said when she finally looked away from the camera in front of them, she said, "Okay," and totally dismissed him. Mike admitted that he was not only underwhelmed with the meet and greet, but later realized, holy uh, or how shitty she actually is in person. No, to be honest, she's bipolar. She said it. She's spoken about that. So, I mean, that was one of her moments. She's bipolar. I don't believe, you know. What, wait, what are wait, you? Wait. How does being bipolar have anything to do with the fact that she's basically dismissive of people that pay $500 to see her? I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I'm sorry, but what are you, what were you looking for? Like a, a therapy with Demi Lovato? She's not a therapist. <laughs> therapy? I mean, she's bipolar. So, I mean, if you if you don't like her response, then... Yeah, but if I'm paying $500, I want a hug. But to... I want a hug. I want you to look me in the eye. You better autograph whatever shit that I brought in, like some old T-shirt or nasty, like, socks for that she wore or whatever. I mean, what other things? Oh, her perfume that she hawks, that, like, awful toxic crap. Like, you better sign all that shit for $500. I mean, to be honest, I met her with $12 and... I said, hi, I love you. And she was very nice. She was pleasant. And I mean, I don't understand then. I mean, if you try to go to Demi Lovato and to seek therapy from Demi, then you're wrong. I'm sorry. I'm well, a diehard, diehard fan from her. So This fan was, was not happy about it. Beyonce was in Target. Does anybody really think that Beyonce is shopping at Target? Because I'm going to say that I don't believe this for one second. And I think that, in fact, Beyonce, it's probably part of like an upcoming ad or some sort of campaign that she's doing. Because I don't believe for a second that Beyonce shops at Target. But over the weekend, the singer who's valued to be worth at $500 million had Blue Ivy there as well as security. Her cart was loaded um, at a Target in Los Angeles. This Uh, is an ad. This is an advertisement. I think so, too. I don't think she really shops for herself, and I don't think for one second she's actually choosing to shop at Target. I think Target is going down. That's why this is an ad. 
Why? I'm just kidding. I love Target. I love Target. You go in there and you think you're going to spend one thing and then you end up with a Frappuccino and... But do you really... <laughs> you end up with a Frappuccino. But do you really think that Target is going downhill? No, I don't think so. But it, I mean, it's just, you know, fishy that she's there. Well, it, I don't know. I do think it is suspect because I'm like, there's no way that she's really shopping there. Um, she was attempting to keep a low profile, according to sources. The star partly concealed her face beneath a pair of oversized shades, though it seemed that her sunglasses weren't really fooling anyone, and people are saying that it's a little suspect that she was overly obvious that Beyonce was there. I agree. Um, how would you guys feel about this? Neither one of you have stepfathers. You guys, both both parents are still married to your, um, uh, I guess, right. yeah, n- neither one are divorced, right? No. But I found this story to be interesting with Elon Musk. Elon Musk's father had a baby with his stepdaughter. Did either one of you guys read this story? I read it and it's sketch AF. Why is it sketchy? Because they never lived together. So they never lived together. But I still am thinking anytime there's like some type of incest, I don't care if it's stepdaughter, it's not really related, it's not his blood. But I'm still thinking this is this is weird. So he got married, got remarried. So now he has a stepdaughter, but the stepdaughter never lived with him and his wife. 72-year-old Errol Musk is the dad of, of course, billionaire Elon Musk, says that it was, quote, God's plan for him to father the child that he had with his stepdaughter. The child, Elliot, is now 10 months, is just 10 months old. And via page six, they claim that he did not think of Elliot's mom, uh, Jana, as his stepdaughter since she was raised away from the family. Errol, who lives in South Africa, married Jana's mother, Heidi, when the girl was only four. Years later, after they split, so he splits from her, one thing led to another. You can call it God's plan, he says. And when she told him that she was pregnant, Errol assumed her ex was the father and insisted on a DNA test. It proved that Errol was the dad. Woof. I mean, isn't that, like, amazing? And they all go by ease. There's Errol, Elon, and the the son's name is um, Elliot. Elliot. All ease. I read I read the article at the end. Elon says his dad is a horrible person. So apparently they're not even close. Yeah, they're not close at all. And um, the stepdaughter, by the way, is 30 years old and he is 72 years old. Can we just talk about that age difference? <laughs> mm, yeah. Saggy balls. Yes, very saggy balls. You know exactly how I feel about that. No, I have the 10-5 rule. Ugh. Um, also some other news stories uh, to get to Stranger Things. You guys are all fans of Stranger Things. Love Stranger Things. Yes. So Go 11. You do. You watch. Yes. Leslie needs to be on a, like a sex operator line. Yeah, right now Her- because of my voice. I was in Demi Lovato's concert, so please <laughs> forgive me. You do me. have a very sexy, sultry yes. voice. <laughs> I'll um, be one today. This one took me a while to get into Stranger Things did. I wasn't, at first I was not a fan, but now... Yeah, I used to fall asleep during the first season. Yes. And then I realized it was actually interesting. What? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. I've been always awake with that series. Now I love the kids. Well, they just uh, announced that it will be back in April of 2019. They also talked about um, some of the themes that are going to be happening with Eleven um, and with some of the other... characters in that so 11 and mike uh and lucas and max respectively would all be couples at the beginning of the season none of the cast had gotten the script yet according to millie bobby brown in real life who plays 11 so she says she's also learning about it um just through the media and mike and 11 are going strong so that's uh a relationship that continues i'm obsessed with them who's your favorite character hmm who is my i like who's the kid that's um oh who's the one that's dating 11 Mike. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Love I like him, him a lot, too. But right? I like the one that's next to Mike. 
the lisp kid? Yeah, the one that doesn't have two teeth. Oh, she's yes. crazy. She's like, do you like this? <laughs> I know, I'm always in, sh- I'm in shock that that guy is like 15 or 16 in real life. Yeah, oh, younger. my God. Hey, do you guys, I hear my headphones. Do you guys hear something, an extra something playing? I just want to make sure you guys are hearing it. You I don't? hear that, too. I think it's, we're picking up oh, the your pe- life. Sadness. Okay, oh. turn it off. Okay, good. What was it? It was the Facebook live stream. Oh, I just oh, had it up. Oh, okay, okay, great. No, yeah, I, as much as I would love to hear myself back, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to. Um, also, I want to know how you guys feel about this. Neither, oh, well, Leslie is single. Leslie, are you on Tinder? No, I'm not. I was on Tinder a long time ago, but I'm not on Tinder Why anymore. Why did you get off Tinder? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like to meet people that way. When you were on Tinder, did you ever notice that there were a fair amount of guys, especially white men, that were posing with random children? This was a long time ago. So, so Several years ago. So you don't even recall who like the profiles were on Tinder? I mean, this was when Tinder was starting. So I don't really, like, I mean, it could have changed since I had it. Well, of course, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, do's and don'ts of what you should do when you have a Tinder profile. And no, you know, everybody like shames the person who is on Tinder posing with a tiger. Like, we all know you're not supposed to do that. And then there's the bathroom selfie. Like, I have no idea why you're putting that shit up. Like, you can't find another place in your house to take a picture. Nobody, you have no other friends to take one. But they're saying that the worst photo that people are putting up, that men are putting up, is with random children. Which I have to say is really unusual. Um, And they're saying that maybe these guys have been traveling internationally. Maybe they've been doing humanitarian work. Maybe he's in a relationship um, where, like, these kids are, like, his stepkids or something like that. Or maybe he just used them as a photo op. But did the children in the photo know that they were part of these guys' random pictures? And more and more of these are showing up. Um, Now there's even a humanitarians of Tinder account calling these people out in different cities. Do you guys think that's strange, by the way, if you saw a guy just pose like most of the time their arms are crossed and then there's like some random kids in the background? Oh, I thought they were holding the kids. No, they're like they're like posing like with the kids like a tiger. Like the kids are just in the background doing things. And then these people are abroad, like taking pictures with them. So they're trying to act like uh, they're sensitive and they they, yeah. they have kids in their lives. Well, it looks like they're, exp- I don't know. It looks really weird. Like they're exploiting the children. I- honestly, like this, ha- I have to say like, I didn't notice this, but now that I'm seeing these pictures, it's so disturbing. I think that's clickbait. That's for like, oh, he's so cute. Look, he has so this, all of these keys around him. Okay, swipe right. <laughs> but do you think it's because um, that people are putting these pictures up because they want to look more humanitarian? Yeah. Because for the most part, it looks like they're in another country, right? And they're, right. they're posing with these kids. Which is highly disturbing because who knows what the economic and social background of these children are. So you think that they're just do- they're doing it for empathy? Like, oh, hey, I look more sensitive? 100%, yeah. but I'm swiping left. <laughs> I would hope. Uh, Leah says that it's absolutely super creepy. Charlie also joined. Oh, Charlie. Uh, Charlie never even finished the second season, by the way, of Stranger Things. Oh, boy, you. So- <laughs> okay, the second season ending is like the most important part. It's, it's the best part. It's cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a cliffhanger. I'm so weirded out by these. You do you, boo. Yeah, you do you, boo. Exactly.
Oh, God, I'm still weirded out by these Tinder profiles. Um, before we get on, we have a really special guest today that I'm very excited about because I'm all about helping you guys learn about your brand, growing your band, brand and presence on social media. And Elise Crawford Gallagher is here. She's the CEO of Ringlet Studio. So we're going to bring her in in one second. But I did want to get to some of your answers. And AJ, you have them. I posed the question on my Instagram last night and I said, why did you not pay for a date? And... I thought the answers were really good. And I also want to give you Elite Daily did a story on this. And they also did kind of an anonymous survey asking people, asking mostly men why they didn't offer to pay on a date. Uh, the number one thing was, well, in no particular order, they're on a budget. You guys believe that? Do you think you all should do you think you should be going out on a date, period, if you don't really have the money to even offer to pay? I think if a guy asks you, you're supposed to say yes. Let me like, sip who is my it? Right. <laughs> Let me just say <laughs> I don't. No, ex- you shouldn't be going out on a date. If you don't have the fucking money to oh, pay guy. for my date, yes. Right, right, right. Or right. the woman. What woman is going out? I actually have a girlfriend who, for like years, was making no money. She used social media to go out and get free dinners. I'm like, bitch, you shouldn't be going out. That's not the good reason. If you're going out on a date, both parties should be able to pay if the other person leaves. That's 100%. crazy. Or they're just doing the Dutch. <sighs> Preston dine. Yeah, he says if it's the first date, I'll always pay. Maybe even the second, but after that, I'm not offering right away because she should recognize that that we're in similar situations and that money is finite. All right, I agree with that. One or two, and then the the woman or the other person that you're taking out should offer to pay at some point. You treated them poorly, guys. Have you either one of you ever been on a date where you were just like treated so badly? You were like, look, I'll pay you to leave. Never. That's ever happened. No. <laughs> I felt that way. Uh, they felt disrespected. <laughs> Another guy, Axel22, says that uh, he felt clearly disrespected by the woman. She showed up almost 40 minutes late, ordered several items on the menu, then never even uh, never even finished them. So he didn't offer to pay. Uh, they're all about equality. You think lots of times men don't offer to pay because they are like, oh, hey, it's equal, like half and half. Right. They think it's all about women's rights now. So it's like, yeah, why not? I'll give you a chance to pay. And they don't intend to see you again. I would say that's the biggest sign. Travesty. Like, yeah. For me, like if he's not offering to pay, it's probably a clear sign he doesn't really want to see you. He's not about it. Don't Bye, you think? Felicia. Yes. Bye, Felicia's absolutely right. This is my favorite one. Okay, what were some of the answers from my Instagram? There's only been once that I wasn't real keen on paying half the bill. It was a first date. The guy spoke about his annulment in detail and mentioned how we ought to order tiramisu for dessert and how tiramisu tastes like ass. I let him pay 100% and I still can't eat damn tiramisu. <laughs> That was one. My son had a first date recently. The young woman licked her fingers after she ate. When she was gnawing away on one of her fingers, he said to himself, split the bill and then I'm over and out. <laughs> really? Oh, so I love the that licking one. the fingers was it. And that got him to split the bill. Uh, that, right. that was I, his pet peeve, right? I can understand that. That's like pretty terrible etiquette. All right. What, what, do you have one more? When we're men, we're going to pay for the date regardless. But the least women can do is pull out their wallet when the bill comes and offer to pay half instead of pulling out the old, excuse me, I need to use the bathroom move. Yeah, at least make the effort. Pull your F, pull your wallet out. Say, yeah, hey. at least like, yeah, give it some go there, for God's sakes. Um, all right, I want to bring on our guest today. I'm very excited about Elise. Elise is here, as I mentioned. She's the founder and CEO of Ringlet Studio, and they are the only D.C.-based digital marketing agency focused on women business owners. And Ringlet is um, the only digital marketing agency in D.C. Uh, that works solely with female entrepreneurs, right? Yes. Elise, you're here. Sarah, I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Now, okay, I don't, like, know you that well yet, but are you single, married, dating? I just got married in August. You did? Oh, my yeah, God, you're so lucky. two last names. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now, I am the obnoxious woman with two last names. 
Have you ever, did you ever go out on a date with anyone before you met your partner now that refused to, or like didn't even offer to pay on a date? You know what? I was thinking about that. Um, no, but I had a good friend who just went on a date um, and the guy didn't, he just like stared at her as the bill came out and they just had like a staring contest. <gasps> like he and didn't the offer, bill just like, like one of them nope, offered. Nope. They just stared and, at the bill. And eventually she was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna get my, uh, credit card out and pay here and he was like okay cool and he just completely let her pay yeah he let her pay (laughs) and she was like um we're done now (laughs) oh my god yeah wow i hear all of the crazy dating you do uh, stories from my friends it's fun from all your girlfriends just like be entertained by this oh my god (laughs) oh i hear you so look i'm so fascinated by everything that you're doing obviously i'm a female entrepreneur so many women that listen to this show have started their own businesses want to start their own businesses and you're only digital agent. I was I was saying this only digital um, advertising agency. So you don't right. even mess with newspaper. No, we don't. Or magazines. No, we you're don't. like print is dead. <laughs> print is dead. We do solely digital, um, and we've dabbled, started to dabble in um, event marketing as well, and kind of tying together digital um, and live events as well, which has been really fun. So why did you get away from? And does that include television too? Like you don't do any TV, you don't no. do any. You're all like advertising yeah, we're all through digital marketing and advertising. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Why did you feel so strongly that was the way to go? Yeah, well, I worked in PR before and worked a little bit in traditional communications. And I just saw that people were flailing and didn't really know what the next move was in media and how to how to move forward. Um, And I just saw that digital was the way to go. And it's a new frontier. It's really exciting. It's a new landscape to be working in. And um, I wanted to be on top of that. You know, I wanted to be ahead of the game. So what kind of female entrepreneurs do you work with? What yeah. kind of businesses and industries are they in? We, our clients are varied. Uh, we have health coaches and then we uh, work with venues. We work with chefs. We work with, um, gosh, like everyone under the sun. We've worked with bakers, they're, but they're all women, which is great. And why is it important to you? I mean, I think that is a bold choice. Like you don't <laughs> even have any male clients at no. all, right? No, we don't. Why not? Why did you decide? So, I mean, that's like scary. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. It seems like a natural fit for me. Like that, really? Yeah. And everyone says that like, oh, it seems really scary. And is that that like, you know, putting yourself on the chopping block by niching, niching down? Whatever the word is. Right. I, niche, niche, Niching whatever. sounds good to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, one, I hear a lot from my clients. When we went on your website, when we went to Ringlet's um, Instagram, it immediately resonated with me. And that's um. what I want people to say. I want, when they look at Ringlet's brand, for them to say, this is the brand for me. This is absolutely the agency that's going to get me. They're, they understand where I am, and they're going to get me to where I want to be. Um, and if we were really broad... Um, included men. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, fellas. <laughs> we, I don't think our brand would resonate with as many people. Um, wow. So as we niche down, I tell people this um, in marketing, the more niche your audience is, the more. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. (laughs) 
You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two, zero. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Um you're going to have success. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I really strongly believe that. You do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tell me this, like we're all in this era of branding, right? What's right. your brand? Branding yourself. And, uh, you know, I hear from a lot of women, uh, especially that want to be in media or they want to start their own business. Like, how, yeah. do you still feel like branding yourself is super important? Oh, it's so important. Okay. It, why? Like, it really, really annoys me. <laughs> really? When people come to me and they're like, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to start a business, but I don't want to invest in a logo. I don't want to invest in social media. I don't want to invest in uh, a website. Um, and your branding is putting your face forward. So whenever you like, you have amazing 
branding here, Sarah. I love it. The <laughs> do lips you? Oh, how am I doing? The colors. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. I love it. Um, people instantly know what they can expect from you. They know you can oh, have, you have a lot of energy. You have <laughs> a lot crazy. of color. It's awesome. Um, so branding is super, super important because it's the first thing people are going to see when they Google you because mm-hmm. it's going to happen <laughs> Yeah. or when they look you up on social media. So it's, it's your first impression. Um, and it's really important. So here's my thing over the years, you know, that I've, I've struggled with is, is, you know, definitely most of my listeners are female yeah. um, and, you know, they're millennial women. Um, but you, you know, it's hard in a business because I think there's so many things now you get very distracted. Like you're yeah. like, oh, maybe I should start including men. Maybe I should add more content for guys. Like, yeah. how do you advise clients to like stay the course? Or are you yeah. guys always like testing different things? You got to keep testing. I mean, like okay. I, you know, I knew that I wanted to work with women because men get enough shit. (laughs) I wanted something, a space for women, especially in the DC area where they felt like they could get the resources they needed to start their businesses, that they could network and they could find a home. You know, um, it's so scary when starting a business. You know, there is very, so much risk. Very, very um, risky, very expensive, yeah. especially if you live in a city like D.C., right? Absolutely. Your There's cost, a lot of competition. <laughs> yes, the competition. And in your cost to do things right. like have a podcast studio, put money behind it, you know, all that yeah. stuff. And, and you know, same thing if you're a baker, yeah. or you're starting a jewelry line or whatever. Absolutely. So I knew I wanted Ringlet to be the place for women to go and turn to where they know that they could find that support um, when starting their business. Um, so anyway, to go back to your, your question, <laughs> um, you know, I think starting any business is like, like we were saying risk, it's throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Okay. And that's really important to do that in the very beginning. The first two years of Ringlet, we were just seeing what could, what worked. Um, but you always want, like I was talking about niching down, like it's so, so important to have that image and stick to it. Love um, it. And make sure that you're staying consistent in that image. Even if behind the scenes, maybe you're testing things out, make sure that you're staying consistent on social media and um, in all your branding. So you're on social media. Tell yeah. me what are some of the big mistakes that female entrepreneurs make on yeah. social media? And then mm-hmm. I want to talk, I want like your best pieces of advice, like because I'm all about giving people like beyond the surface like good good tips that they can walk away with but what do you see are some of the mistakes that women are making yeah the main mistakes I see women making in social media specifically is that they don't plan out their content they just kind of post in the moment which is great and I think Instagram stories or Facebook live is that place to be super vulnerable and kind of more in the moment and pacing the posting those videos or photos but you want your video your um, feed to be super consistent super branded um, so we always use oh. the um, app Planoly. Okay. So we help our clients plan out all the content. We create content for them. Um, a lot of people don't think about that, like investing in content when they first start a business. Like you got to have a photo shoot. Yes. <laughs> Get that's glammed a great up tip. and have a photo shoot. Um, it doesn't have to be like day long. It could just be an hour. There are amazing photographers in the city for you to work with, but create that content um, that you know represents your brand um, and then plan it out in advance so that you're not sitting there on a Thursday morning thinking like, oh gosh, what do I post? (laughs) And I would imagine too, it's the inconsistency. Like that's the biggest thing I see with people is like they post like one picture on Instagram and then you don't see anything from them till four or five days later. And you're like, oh, you know, you're missing opportunity. You've got to be there all the time. You've got to put yourself out there. It's slightly obnoxious. I understand like women come to me and they're like, I just don't have time. And I'm like, well, that's why Ringlet's here. We're going to help you do that. (laughs) But at the same time, you got to put your face out there. You got to, you know, have a personality, 
gotta put yourself yes. out there. You gotta be vulnerable. People long uh, gone are the days where you could just um, post once or twice a week and it could be great, you know, and you get engagement. Like there's so many people on social media now. You've got to stand out. You've got to put your personality and your and yourself out there. Okay, so for women that let's say they they already have their business and they're they're getting started or they're just creating their brand, what are two pieces of advice that mm. you would give to women um, when it comes to digital marketing in yeah. that in that sphere where that's really your expertise? Yeah. Choose two platforms that you want to focus on and do it really, really well. Oh my God, I freaking love this. Oh, <laughs> like, which one should they be? Well, first Instagram, of course. Yes. And then I'm so torn between Facebook or YouTube because well, now I'm like obsessed Facebook with you. you're doing Facebook so well. You're doing it so yeah. well. I love it. But then I'm like, are old people on there or do you think yeah. it's young people? <laughs> no, I think it's young people too. I just really? had I just had this conversation with two other um, marketing experts this past weekend and they're saying Facebook is not dead. Really? It's not dead. I promise. Facebook isn't dead. <laughs> it's not. Um, they're coming out. I mean, Facebook, I think eventually will rule the world. Amazon and Facebook, I like somehow, you know, in 20 years. So are you over Snap? Do you, do you <laughs> yeah, guys? Yeah, I don't use Snapchat. Okay, so you, so pick two platforms. Yeah, that's pick fabulous two platforms, advice. Either if that's blogging, email marketing, Facebook, oh, um, Instagram, wow. pick two of those and do them really, really well and be very consistent on them. Okay. Um, and then two, gosh, um, you know, take risks you know don't like really saying like don't be afraid to take I'm in risks. love with you I'm hiring oh, you because oh, I'm, I've I, been in love with you for a while Sarah so I want to just get naked all the time <laughs> on my Instagram I'm like yes. I have positive body do image it. Like, do like, it do you think so yes here I want you to know if you think this is marketing death or brilliant but I really I think it's brilliant the girls want I, I want to do a I'm sure have you heard about this radical um, free bleeding where you don't wear yes, a tampon I or have pad? heard of it yes I then my next period I want them to document me free bleeding bleeding do you think that's like too much and gross (laughs) i don't think so people people here's the thing people are very nosy they just like they want to be up in your face (laughs) or (laughs) other places or other places (laughs) (laughs) so take risks and just put yourself out there um be consistent as possible pick two platforms do it really well those are my top tips (laughs) <laughs> okay, I am obsessed with you. Um, but one more follow-up question before yeah. we tell people where they can find you, get in touch with you. Um, when it comes to risk, though, we're in a funny town. Like, D.C. is oh this, gosh, like, I heard somebody describe it as tale of two cities. And, you know, you've got this <laughs> kind of, like, so political and uptight yeah. and very conservative. And, and then you've got this whole, like, undercurrent creative of just, community. like, yeah. creative community and the cannabis world, all mm-hmm. these other things that are happening. Yeah. So. I mean, does risk apply to any client? If I'm a woman, a female entrepreneur who's a therapist or I'm starting my bakery or so. But you've got to think outside the box. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, there are so many bits. Sarah, there are 850 women owned businesses starting around the U.S. every single day. Oh, God. Can you believe that? Like Um, almost a thousand (laughs) businesses starting each day. That's amazing. So it's like you got to stand out some way. You know, you can't you can't just sit back and think that your clients are going to come to you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Where can people, uh, you are terrific. Uh, you are super Sarah. terrific. I love what you're doing. I love Thank that it's you. digital only. I'm also where I feel like that is where it's at. It and is. part of the reason I talk about all the time, you know, I think radio is going through this transitional world and I loved yeah. starting in radio. And I think um, at some point, you know, there might be some crossover for me again, but it's also at this funny place where like people aren't really, advertising isn't working anymore no, on radio yeah, platforms. It's all this um, movement towards um, native advertising and marketing. Native advertising. So trying to basically, they're trying to blend advertising with natural like content creation. So like you do this when you say like, oh, I'm wearing J. Crew. 
you can go to J Crew and get 15% off by using this code, you know? And yes. like, it's just trying, the marketing and advertising is just moving much more towards like an integration with everything content. you do, everything, all your yes, content. Everything Brilliant. is advertising now. <laughs> oh my God, we're in love with you, Elise. You're fabulous. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Uh, where can people get in touch with Ringlet? Um, yeah. Are you taking on new clients? We are, we're almost booked through June right now. So we are, yeah, we're, 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 busy but yeah always looking for um clients always um you can find us at ringlet dc or ringletstudio.com and you can find me at elise crawford oh my god elise you're fabulous oh, thank thanks, you so Sarah. much you guys this so much fun i hope you had unbelievable you know i hope you enjoyed elise if you want to leave a question um i'll follow up with you on facebook uh, right now we're facebook live so you can just leave a comment or a question that you have for elise regarding your branding or your business i will be in touch you're amazing thanks I can't so wait. much sarah free this bleeding here i come Woo! <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Um, all right, you guys, as we close out the show, we always, on Mondays, we do some um, interesting listener email. And you want to talk about risk? We've got it. Uh, it's our little pineapple uh, mailbox. And in it today, get ready. If you're at work, this is clearly not safe. But I'm obsessed with this woman as well. Lisa writes, she says, hey, Sarah, I have a story to tell you. I think that you'd really enjoy this. Have you ever had one of those days? You know, those days. My anxiety was through the roof. I was shaking and on the brink of a panic attack. You want to know a quick, healthy cure for it? Grab your vibrators, ladies. I went to town on that bad boy. Being single and too lazy to find a man to calm my nerves, my vibrator is my new Xanax. All right, I understand that. Yeah, and I know yoga or meditating may be healthier, but who's judging anyway? I had your podcast on in the background for noise. I wasn't masturbating to you, just with you. And I was watching porn on my laptop. Oh, my God, Lisa, this is amazing. My roommate was home and my little vibrating Xanax can be loud. So I put a pillow on top of my lady parts to help the noise. I hear some ruckus under my bed and then I hear, it's my cat. I usually kick her out in the middle of my alone time, mostly because I find it weird. She likes to stare at me and wants me to pet her. And I always tell her, mommy is petting her own kitty right now. (laughs) My cat doesn't give a shit. With my raging anxiety and being about five seconds away from a climax, my primal instincts took force and I just had to keep going. Anyway, I feel like you and I are friends. Lisa, we are. And now since I've masturbated with your podcast on in the background, have you ever masturbated in front of an animal? Is it weird to you or should you kick them out? Signed, Lisa. Um, Well, I have to say, I grew up with pets that were outside. So it would be very odd, although I guess you could be outside masturbating. But I have not ever masturbated in front of an animal. Although I do think it's weird because for some reason, I think your animal does know when you're doing selfie, selfie time. And I think that it's a good idea to kick them out. But AJ has masturbated in front of her dog. So she's got some thoughts. AJ? With Oscar and I look to like Oscar Santana who runs Podcast Village is here. He's like the only guy in this all female show, and he's like turning red and he's shaking his head. Oscar, you've never masturbated in front of your puppy before. Come on, get in here. AJ, Santa, yeah, I, I, you just threw me right under the bus there. Have you masturbated <laughs> in front of in front of Santos yet, or what? Uh, there I we think go. it's different for guys because you literally need like space. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I totally I'm understand. I'm going to walk out on that note. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Okay. Do you think it's weird? Just give me a thought. You think it's weird to masturbate in front of your, your pet? Yes. You do? Especially if you have square footage. Especially if you have square footage. Yeah. And all I'll say is um, you just can't have eye contact with them. 
It is weird, right? When you, if you had eye contact with your pet. Right. So my bed is right next to my couch or like you can see my couch from there. So um, I just kind of wait for my dog to put its head down and then. Guys, it's clearly weird. Your pets know when you're masturbating. They totally for, do. Sure, 100%. They don't know a lot and they lick their own buttholes, but they definitely know when you're like touching yourself and it's really creepy. You got to kick the pets out. You can't have the pets in the room going to town. But Lisa, we love you anyway. I mean, you're just like caught in the moment. And thank you for masturbating with our show on. I love that right now you are probably getting off while listening to this. Anybody who's masturbating after they listen to our show, send me a quick email or a hit me up on Instagram and just let me know. No, like, you know, what is it about this show that helps you climax? We need a shirt that says, I'm not masturbating to you, just with you. That is the best line. I'm not masturbating to you. I'm with you. People are dying, by the way, on um on the Facebook Live, Charlie. Yow. It's weird, but things happen. Carrie Lewis Jr. says, oh, my God, I'm dying at Oscar. Uh, Travis Turner says, oh, my God, asterisk, asterisk. Bah, thank God I've got headphones on in my workplace. Oh, my gosh, it's the truth. We like to end the podcast on Mondays, too, with a segment called Memes Be Like What? We're obsessed with memes. Um, I'm obsessed with memes. We're going to start with this one, which I pulled from Chris Brown's official Instagram. I know everybody hates Chris Brown. Chris Brown, you guys are probably going to crap on me for using this. But I thought this one was really good. And it's from this guy named John Dillinger who goes at the real real. Bitch, how am I going to act my age when I've never been this age before? And I thought that was so great because people always are like, why don't you act your age? I don't know what it's like to be 29. It's the first time I've fucking been 29. How am I supposed to know how to act? Love that one. All right, what's next? I want next up for our memes. We love these memes. Lots of times you can find them too on my Hey Frage page. This one's hysterical. It's a real life actual mannequin. Finally, a mannequin that represents real people in society. And it's a man with a dad bod who's got a beer gut in like some sort of sporting goods store. And he's wearing a jersey that is sort of maroon and yellow. And I love it. And he's got these man boobs that are sagging down. No, that's accurate. Why aren't there more dad bod mannequins? That one's really good. Okay, last one on our list. Or our meme segment. You want the grandma? Yes. Oh, my God. You guys told me about this woman, too. I didn't even know who she was. She's a character. She might, what, what do we think? 75, maybe? But she comes off of, who is the, um, who's the person's Instagram, by the way? He's, he's a guy named, by, what's his, goes by Smooth? I don't even Smooth Smith I believe Smooth Smith yeah he's this young kid that just like exploits his grandma yeah here he is and this one is so good I put this one on my on my Instagram at HeyFrage and it's me at 80 years old and it's this 80 year old woman how do I get a booty like that how do I get a booty like that you gave it to me a booty shaking contest. She's like pinching this guy's muscles who's got like really tight, huge muscles. Where could I get some juice? She wants some juice. Oh my god. This is my future. Hi. How much could you bench? She wants to know how much this guy can bench press. He's like super muscly. I know probably like four or five. Five, what's up? You're weak. You're weak, she says. You're weak. Oh, my God. I think these are great. Anyway, there are memes. You can always submit those, too, while you're masturbating to us to Sarah at HeyFrage.com. You guys absolutely love you. Thank you. Please tell someone who has never heard about the HeyFrage podcast all about it. We do new episodes on Monday and Wednesday. It's all about pop culture, funny, crazy stories of the week, and, of course, our personal lives and you guys, whatever's going on in your life. And nothing is too extreme. You can tell and share anything with us. And we're always live, too. Facebook, 
Periscope, we're sort of playing around with that. Anyway, love you guys. Bye, everybody. Uh-huh. I'm going to go masturbate yeah. to myself. Hey,